0: what am i willing to do to go get it i push things aside just to go get it i know my role and i play my position you talking too much please learn how to listen i never give up i'm not quitting I'm welcome back to the why Network, where we interview every job occupation a through z from the trash man to the ceo and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you could find your dream job too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Trevor Elliott now. Trevor is a 29-year-old who first became a foster parent at the age of 25. Since then, he has opened several children's homes across London whilst he continues to support at-risk children through his role as a foster parent sporting activities and mentorships trevor is a voice for vulnerable children and through working with people like rio fernandad using his platform to highlight the pressures britain's foster care system is facing and supporting his community trevor hopes to inspire positive change and further support families in need so trevor has a lot to share with us here today so trevor shall i proceed yes indeed all right, Trevor, how are you feeling today? Yeah, I'm feeling good, man. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. Now, Trevor, I am real, real, real excited to hear from you today. This is our first foster parent. So I think we're just going to have to roll into that question that everybody has been waiting for. And that is why. Why, Trevor, why did you become a foster parent?
1: And I would throw the question back at others. Why not? Um you know what? Some Someone's got to do it. Um, I think why I started was because I worked with children for a very, very long time. And I was working in like youth clubs, community clubs. And what I noticed was when kids were coming, we'd be able to, um, when they were coming to our clubs and stuff, we'd be able to help them for three, four hours a day. But they would go home, back to their environments where what weren't as stable. Mm. And then they would come back the next day and be, all the work we did with them the day before would almost reset. So it was a constant battle to try and help these children. So I thought, you know what? I had spare bedrooms in my house at the time. And I thought, you know what? Rather than rent it out for profit, rather than rent it out to professionals, why not provide accommodation to the most vulnerable children? And that's why I started, really. Um, So it was the best thing I ever did.
0: I love that answer right there. I love that answer right there. And um, this next question is especially for a guy like me who is uh, interested in being somebody like you, Trevor. So... What was your process like? So what did it take from the day you decided that you wanted to do it? What was the step by step process to where you are today? Um,
1: so in the UK, I'm not sure how it is and um, anywhere else. But in the UK, you, you, you're assessed based on, um, you know, the environment that you're going to raise the children in, making sure it's it's fit for purpose from a health and safety element. You know, you're assessed as a person. So they delve deep into your 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 personal life um they you know want to know about your family how you were raised um you know if you i don't know committed any crimes are you at risk to any children you know they go deep and and the reason for that is to to protect and safeguard the children they're going to place with you Mm -hmm. um but you know i always found that if you're honest honesty is the best policy because the more they know the more they can support it's not like they don't want you to be foster carers but they want to know everything about you in order to ensure that you are you know are fully supported but the children are the right children for you you know being a young male single male we we discussed about you know what the risk would be if I had a young female versus if I had a young male you know yeah. the, the age of the child you know being that I still wanted my own life I didn't want to you know it was tough I had to put the children first but there was something some hobbies I like to do so getting older children meant that they will go in school so during the time of school I was able to go to the gym. I was able to do things that I still wanted to do
0: mm. I love that answer right there, Trevor. I love that answer right there and Trevor, I'm gonna go ahead and take it just one step back. So, what do you think were some childhood hobbies and habits that you think matriculated into what you do today um probably
1: sport um probably playing football um soccer um you know that for me um I mean, in many ways, I grew up in a council estate in the UK, where it was full of, you know, gangs, crime, violence, mm. uh, war between different states, um, and 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 football almost saved my life in many ways because whilst others were committing crimes or or joining gangs, I was playing football, and football football in itself uh, or sport in general implements boundaries, discipline, cohesion, togetherness. So I learned many skills whilst travelling around the UK playing football so that was really what that's really how I started working with kids I, I I ended up becoming a coach I started to coach the children for free because I recognized that they weren't able to play because it was so expensive they come from low-income households so I started to give back what I knew um, and so in many ways it saved my life and I was able to use the same sport that saved my life to save other lives
0: I love that answer once again. And Trevor, you've been answering these questions absolutely perfectly so far. So I'm going to go ahead and roll right into that next one. Trevor, what is an average day like for you?
1: No days the same. That's for sure. Um, You know, yesterday, to give you an example, I got a phone call to say one of one of my children is is feeling suicidal. Um, And so, you know, that could be on any level of spectrum that could be physical and feeling suicidal physically or, or mentally so having to be there to support them um and another day would be eating eating at a dinner table with the children um and, and 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 being a family it no day's the same it's really really difficult but it, it, to put it in perspective we work with the most vulnerable children in the uk so if we look at why human beings are vulnerable it could it could be because of trauma it could be because of neglect it could be because of um physical violence gangs so you know you're working with all those children trying to stop the children um who are really attracted to that gang life um mm. because it looks like it looks really pretty in it. and you know with the music they listen to as well it seems pretty cool but actually trying to educate them that actually you can look just as cool doing a nine-to-five you know working mm. a normal job um so no days the same um but yeah
0: that's pretty much it to be honest I love that. I love that. And what do you enjoy the most about what you do, Trevor? Um, I mean, in my
1: opinion, I do. I have the dream job um, because you're rewarded through someone else's success or someone mm. else's development. And I feel that any job that gives back to others is the most fulfilling job ever. And just seeing the children happy because I say it to, you know, because we've got children's homes. I say it to my staff all the time. A child in care in the child's eyes feels like their life's a punishment because they're away from their family they're away from the environment they were raised in and they may not be able to go back so every day is a punishment so the reward is to make them not feel that punishment the reward is to make the environment they're living in a happy place a stable place a safe place and somewhere where they can really just develop and grow
0: i love that answer right there but of course trevor of course the back end of that question is what do you enjoy the least the least anxiety Mm. if I'm honest
1: um it's it's something that I've had to learn to cope with because when you're getting a phone call whether it be from staff or one of the children himself you don't know what that phone call is going to be so Mm. I don't know if it's human nature but it's you know when you're used to getting bad phone calls when you receive another phone call you assume it's going to be bad so Mm. I've had to kind of train my mind to actually um in some ways just to just not worry about things as much and deal with them as they come, opposed to thinking they're there before they've even, they've even come. Instead of Um, fearing what you don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know what, when the kids go out, you know, I don't have kids of my own yet, but when the children go out, I kind of finally understand what it's like to have a child, because when you have a vulnerable child who's, who's, um, you know, is vulnerable to being um, sexually exploited, by by gangs or by um by gangs or by i don't know um old or people older than them when mm. they do go out you are thinking right i hope they're safe so you are worrying a lot and again it creates that anxiety but i managed to manage it in my own way by just continuing to engage in the hobbies and things that i'm interested in um to, to make sure i've got a balance because whilst i do have anxiety it there's no different with that and another job you know if you mm. don't perform in your job and you know your, your manager or your boss is going to come down and you that could create anxiety too so we mm. have pressures in life it's just how we manage them which is most important
0: i love that answer right there and trevor this next question right here is my absolute favorite and that is do you think that grades mattered in school for the success that you have in your career today
1: no um what i think matters though is discipline i think school teaches you many things that you need in life so not necessarily the grades itself but the discipline to sit an exam to train for an exam discipline to stay in a lesson for an hour the discipline to stay in school for six hours um you learn how to socialize with people you learn how to work together so no the grades not necessarily because i didn't do great with grades um and i'm I would deem myself as someone who's done um, pretty good in terms of his career. Um, But, you know, with the sport I played, I learned a lot of discipline. So whether you like school or not, in school you learn things that will prepare you for the outside world. You know, you could be in a classroom of 30 students and not like one of them. That could be the same job you work in. That could be the same sports team you play for. But you've got to learn how to manage that. And the only place you can learn, you know, in England pre-18 is
0: school or education I love it I love it I love it now I'm gonna break down this next question for you just a little bit here just because this word gets tossed around willy-nilly and that is what do you feel that your impact is and when I say impact I mean what are your what are you devoted to what is your devotion well question eh
1: um just giving back Giving back and and, and and seeing people happy, um, it's not easy um, because, you know, every human being is different and every human being has experienced different kind of trauma um, or different experiences, but really just, I don't know, I just want to be in a place where everyone's happy and we all support one another. You know, I like to picture my job as the sort of job as if you didn't hear from me and see me, see me, if we had a picture of what I did, I have an arm around someone's shoulder and supporting them through difficult situations and 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 just being so happy when they progress and the progression doesn't need to be going on to be president The the progression could be just going to to start school for the first time you know so Mm. it's it's those small wins that you know gets me out of bed in the morning and just makes me want to say you know what let's help these children um because I always say ultimately these children are going to be looking after us when we're older so when I'm older I'm going to need a doctor I'm going to need a nurse I'm going to need a a carer. I'm gonna need loads of things. Someone to help me with a mortgage. Someone to help me to to rent somewhere. And it's gonna be the new generation that's gonna
0: help that. So it's important we 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 get it right now. I love it. I love it. I love it. And Trevor, you have been answering these questions again, absolutely perfectly all interview long. But we are down to that last one, and that is, if there was one, just one piece of advice that you could give to somebody out there listening who wants to be in the position that you are in today, Trevor, what would that be?
1: Oh, god, where do I start? I think I think from I think a lot of young people worry um and I would like to say that it will be all right. No, no, don't worry about, you yeah. know, don't look on social media and think, "Oh, I wish I was there, or I should be there." Embrace where you are. Be grateful for where you are, and it will be all right as long as you're dedicated to something you love, as long as you're committed as long as you're you're willing to make mistakes and learn from them, um, it will be all right. So that's my advice to
0: children and to human beings in general. I love it. I love it. And Trevor, again, I could not have asked for a better interview today, and we have to thank you once again. But is there anything, anything that I can leave down in the link in the description below so that my audience can reach yours, whether it's a website, social media, even a book. It doesn't matter. Just something I can leave in the link in the description below so that my audience can reach yours.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, well, I'm, I'm new to um, social media. Um, so it's the first time I ever went on Instagram was in October, October 2020. Uh, mm-hmm. So you have to bear with me. But I am on Instagram. Um, and so my Instagram name um, is... Um, uh, T
0: underscore uh, Elliot. Um, so
1: I have to, wait, bear with me. I don't have No to do problem,
0: anything. no problem. No, please look it up so that you got the the right name for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so it's, so, so yeah, I'm on Instagram. You can find me. Uh, my name's Trevor Elliot, um, and my username is T Elliot. That's spelt with two L's and two T's, underscore
0: M-B-E. Um, and um, that's where you can find me on Instagram. And I'll leave that right in the link in the description, folks. Please go ahead and hit that link. Now, folks, as you know, there are three types of work, a job, a career and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find a career, but you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really hope that me and Trevor helped you find it here today. Folks, that is a wrap. If you like today's episode, but feel like you still need an extra push, make sure to follow me on Clubhouse for free confidence coaching at Kojo the Goat. Again, that's at Kojo the Goat on Clubhouse. Subscribe, leave a comment, and make sure to follow all our social media channels at YI Network. All inquiries, please email kojo at yinetwork.com. Talk to you soon, guys.